You're listening to the Marketing for Health Coaches podcast, where we talk about everything that's going to help you get clients and have a truly successful business and lifestyle. I'm your host, Amy Littman. With over 15 years in the industry, you can count on me to keep it practical and doable. In this episode, I'm going to share how to find the best places to give talks. This episode is part of a series all about using wellness talks to consistently get clients. If you haven't yet checked out the last two episodes, I recommend you do because I share tips on how to have success with your talks and how to avoid some of the big mistakes I see coaches making when it comes to giving talks. As I've been sharing in this series, when you give a talk, whether it's online or in person, and you're speaking on a topic that you help clients with, you're going to attract ideal clients to your talks. The people at your talks are going to have the opportunity to know, like, and trust you, and then you can make an invitation to take a next step and work with you. This process works so beautifully. It's free, it's low tech or no tech, and something you can start doing right away. You don't need to be a great speaker to do this or have any experience giving talks to have success with this strategy. But here's the thing, you do need to have hosts for your talks or people who are promoting your talks. And I get that you may not be sure how to go about finding hosts. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through a process that will get you booking fruitful talks. There are a few ways this can work. You can have businesses or groups host you in their physical space, or they can host or promote you online. Whichever way you go, the first step to having people host or promote your talks is to make a list of businesses or groups in your local area or online who reach a similar audience as you, but offer something complimentary to you, such as yoga studios, women's groups, libraries, or places of worship. This isn't an exhaustive list, but some ideas to get your juices flowing. Once you have that list, you want to reach out to them. You can do this in person phone, email, or DM them on social media. How you reach out will depend on the type of business or group you're reaching out to and whether you have a relationship with them already. Regardless of how you're reaching out, you'll let them know that you love what they're doing, that you serve a similar audience, and you have a talk that might be a great fit for their clients, their customers, their members, whatever the case is. Let them know the title of the talk and ask if they would like to find a time to connect. Once you start getting interest from people, your next step is to set up a meeting with the potential hosts. One of the mistakes I made when I was a health coach is that I would have businesses and groups say yes to me coming and giving a talk, and I would go full throttle ahead with setting a date for the talk. I skipped a few steps. I now realize this, and that caused me early on to give talks at places that weren't fruitful. I quickly learned that I needed to vet the host to make sure that they were a good fit for me and that I was a good fit for them. And then if so, I needed to make a plan for the talk with the potential host. Your meeting with potential hosts can be in person at their space if they're a brick and mortar business, or you can meet them for coffee or via Zoom. A common concern that comes up is not being sure what to do in these meetings to set yourself up for success and to show up confidently and grounded. And this is a really common feeling, especially when you haven't done this before. And what can happen is sometimes when we don't know how to do something or you feel concern or fear around it, we just don't do it. 
which means that you might actually be holding back on even reaching out to potential hosts or promotional partners for your talks because you're not quite sure what you'll do if they say, yes, we'd love to speak with you. You might not be sure what you're going to do at that point. And so I want to solve that problem for you right now by giving you a process that you can use that's easy and it works beautifully. The goal of the conversations you have with potential hosts is to determine if this will be a worthwhile place to give a talk, and if so, to make a marketing plan with the host. The first thing you wanna do is determine the topic that's going to be the best fit for them. If you have just one talk, then you just wanna determine whether your talk topic is a good fit for them and their people. If you have a selection of talks that either you've bought from us or created from scratch, You'll want to give the host options and find out what will be the best fit for their audience. A pro tip is that sometimes a slight tweak to a title will make it fit the audience better. For example, let's say you help people with their energy. If you're giving an energy talk at a mom's group, you can have the title be geared towards moms. If you're giving that same talk at a professional women's organization, you can have the title be geared towards busy professionals. And of course, these groups aren't mutually exclusive. Many busy professionals are moms, but you get the idea. Once you've discussed the topic and identified one that's a good fit, there's a key question you want to ask, and that is, have you hosted people for talks in the past? And this is an important question because this is what's going to let you know whether this will be a fruitful place for you to give a talk. So write this one down. Have you hosted people for talks in the past? If they say, yes, we've hosted people for talks, the next question you want to ask is, how many people do you usually have show up for your talks? This is an important question because if they say, oh, we usually get three or five people, that lets you know that this is actually not going to be a hugely beneficial place for you to give talks. You can determine what number of attendees would make it worthwhile for you based on where you're at in your business right now. That's going to be different for everyone. It will likely change for you over time. If you're a brand new coach or a coach who hasn't given talks before, you might feel like, hey, you know what? If they can get me 10 people, that would be great for me to get my feet wet. If you're a more seasoned coach, you might be accustomed to giving talks to 20 or more people. And you might feel like anything less than that isn't going to be worthwhile for you. There is nothing wrong with speaking in front of a group of 10 people. What you want to avoid is repeatedly going out and giving talks to two, three, four, or five people because the chances of getting clients from those talks are really low since the numbers are very small. And we don't want you to get burnt out wasting a lot of time and energy going out and giving talk after talk after talk that's not fruitful for you. That is the fastest way to feeling really depleted and down about what you're doing. You're giving these talks to be of service and to get paying clients. Set yourself up for success by asking these two questions. Have you hosted people for talks in the past? And then how many people do you usually get? One thing to keep in mind is that there's a first time for everything. So if you're speaking with a potential host and they say, we've never hosted anyone for a talk before, but they're eager to do it and they've got a lot of people that they can promote the talk to and you feel like the place is very much in alignment with you, then I recommend going for it. Maybe it's a phenomenal yoga studio and they serve a similar audience to you and they've just never hosted talks before. 
that doesn't mean they're not a good place for you to give a talk. It just means it's a little bit more of an unknown. Once you've determined that this place is a good fit for you, both in terms of your topics matching the interests of their audience, and you have a sense that they're going to bring enough people in, the next thing you want to do is set a date and time for your talk. From there, you want to create a marketing plan with the host of your talk. This is key, and this is a piece that is often missing when coaches book talks. When you skip this step of creating a marketing plan with the host, what ends up happening is that they don't do a great job of promoting the talk, and then you don't get many people showing up for the talk. Again, not the result we're looking for. The great news is that this is easily avoidable by making a plan and getting everyone on the same page. And when I say marketing plan, that may sound really intense and involved, and it's really not, so don't let this scare you. Making a marketing plan starts by having a discussion about how they're going to promote the talk. And the way I recommend entering into this part of the conversation is to say, let's talk about promotion of the talk. And then ask, do you have an email list? Hopefully you're going to get a yes because emails are where you're going to get most of your attendees from. You'll also ask, do you have a social media account? And you can do some research ahead of time so you may already know if they're on Instagram or Facebook. Then if they've hosted talks before, ask, how have you promoted talks in the past? If they share a really great organized process, there may not be much to add, but in most cases, you'll want to suggest a plan for promoting the talk. And there's a very specific way I recommend you word this part of the conversation. And that is to say, what usually works really well is, and then fill in the blanks with what you want to ask them to do. I recommend focusing on the sending of emails promoting the talk. So here's how this can sound. What usually works really well is for you to send out three emails focused on promoting the talk and also putting up a couple of posts on social media. If they're a place that has foot traffic, also having flyers in their space, and if it's a place that has classes like a yoga studio, having announcements made in class. But those emails really are key. From there, you're going to see what they say. If they say, oh, no, we don't send out emails promoting talks, but we're happy to post on social media, then I would encourage you to say, I totally understand. What I've found is that the emails are really what brings people in. When emails aren't sent, people typically don't show up. Then pause and find out what their experience has been. If this is a place that says, we don't ever send out emails promoting talks, but we've done talks in the past, and here's what we do. We do X, Y, and Z, and we usually get 15 people to the talks, then great. You know that their process works. But in most cases, if they're not willing to send out emails, they're not going to be a fruitful place for you to give a talk. And so you can respectfully say, I totally understand. Usually what I found is that the emails are really key to getting people to sign up for the talk and show up to the talk. And so let's table this discussion. I'd love to work with you if you ever change your process and you want to send out emails, but I just know that if the emails aren't going out, people aren't going to show up and that's not going to be worthwhile for either of us. And you can say this in a way that's really friendly, in a way where you're not judging them or forcing them to do anything. It's just being honest and what you're doing is setting a boundary for yourself. You're really protecting your time and energy. And there might be another scenario where the host says, we can send out two emails. 
I don't think we can swing three. Is that okay? And that's fine. But if they're only willing to send out one email that I might have a conversation with them and ask if they would be willing to send out a second email if there are fewer than 15 people signed up two days before the talk. You can let them know that a lot of people sign up at the last minute and having a second email go out the day before or the morning of can be really helpful and see what they're willing to do. There are no hard and fast rules here, but you do wanna feel out the situation and watch for any red flags. Once you make a plan with the host, let them know that you're gonna make it really easy for them to promote your talk. You'll do this by providing them with everything they need. What you give your host will vary from one talk to another, and this is one of the reasons why you wanna make the marketing plan with them. Some of the things you may give them are pre-written emails that they can use to promote the talk, pre-written social media posts and graphics, flyers. Customize this based on how the host is promoting the talk. If they agree to send out three emails, then you wanna give them three emails they can send out. If they're only sending two emails out, you'll send them two emails. By providing them with everything they need, you're saving your host loads of time and they're more likely to do a great job promoting your talk if you make it easy for them. They can simply copy and paste what you give them or tweak any wording they want. And for those of you who have our Done For You Wellness Talks, you know that we give you Done For You promo emails, social media posts and graphics and flyers. So it's easy for you to hand all of this over to your hosts. After you meet with a host, you'll want to follow up with an email that outlines what each of you agreed to do. It's not an official agreement that anyone signs, but something you can send them so that you're both on the same page. And then, of course, be in touch with them in the lead up to your talk. Before we wrap up, I want to address a big mindset piece and a common mistake that I see coaches making with this process. And that is coaches feeling that they should be grateful for anyone who wants to host them for talks, and they should therefore say yes to every opportunity that presents itself. I for sure felt this way when I was a new health coach, and a big part of that was not seeing the value I had to offer and not valuing my time and energy. So much of what we talked about today is about knowing that you have something valuable to offer. You may not fully believe that if you're a new coach and you haven't given talks yet, but I know that you have so much to offer. Before you meet with potential hosts for your talks, what you really want to do is hold that energy that you have something valuable to offer. And you want to come from an abundance mindset, believing that there are lots of opportunities out there because there are. And you're going to use this meeting to determine if this is a good fit for you and for them. Watch out for scarcity mentality that might tell you that you have to take whatever you can get because that mentality is going to continue sending you the scraps, the opportunities that aren't so great. And you deserve more than the scraps. Even if you are new, you have so much to share and you can only do this work if you're able to make good money. And the way you'll get there is by having these talks be fruitful, by choosing hosts that will do a great job promoting you. And remember, they're doing a service for their audience, their clients, their customers, whoever it may be, by bringing you in and having you share something that's going to be really helpful to them. To help you get started with reaching out to potential hosts, 
booking talks and giving talks, you can grab my five clients in 30 days action plan, which walks you through what to do step-by-step. You'll find a link to this in the show notes. I'll also let you know that our updated Done For You Wellness Talks are coming out very soon. As you may know, we have Done For You Wellness Talks where we've written the talks, there's script, there's slides. We've given you all the promotional materials and everything you need. And in the show notes, there's a link to get on the interest list for when our updated talks are released if you want to check that out. And be sure to tune into the upcoming episodes so you can tap into this really powerful, fun, amazing strategy. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find all the resources and links to free tools to help you implement what we talked about today in the show notes directly under this audio. If you like this episode, go ahead and share it with your health coach friends. When you share, it really helps this community and it means the world to me. And be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button so you'll always get my best business building tips as soon as they come out. Again, I want to thank you for being here with me today and I will see you next week.